Roland. Roland. Roland, this mother podcast number 46. Thank you all for joining us once again. It is, uh, we're recording this a little late. It's March 12th, right? 2018. 2018, year of, <laughs> year fucking Lord. Uh, what the fuck is going on, dude? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was pretty chill. We went to your house. Your <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, hadn't been, I hadn't been up there. I was, uh, I guess, traveling and shit, and, um, but. Yeah, we finally made it out um, this weekend. Got a little tipsy. Yeah. little tipsy hustle out there. Drink. Um, yeah, it, it was super tight. Yeah, and we got to hang out with uh, JT, who is also part of this debauchery. but uh, Trifecta of yeah. worthlessness. Uh, another Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to him and his lovely wife. Yeah, that was actually cool. Uh, so, yeah, Sammy and JT and their significant others, a.k.a. their highness. <laughs> came out to the uh, pad uh, JT had been before uh, very briefly in November but uh, and everyone else uh, Diana um, and then um, Claudia and whatnot had never been as, as well as Sammy so it was fun uh, to get everybody out there get some food on the barbecue and then hang out by the waterfall I think we've mentioned it before I have a little fucking little creek and a little waterfall on the property so that was actually the first time dude that we hung out by the waterfall like for an extended period of time really yeah huh. I mean, we walked down there, and I sat around with, like, a single beer by myself yeah. and stuff. Uh, but that was the first time we had, like, a group of people. And we were probably down there for, like, an hour or two. Yep. We killed a few beers down there. I was looking, and I was like, man, I shouldn't have climbed that damn log because I was yeah. kind of – I was probably, like, four beers in at that point. <laughs> that point yeah. <laughs> you were, like, climbing down, like, fucking 15-foot rocks and then up a fucking tree stump and shit. Yeah. Uh, but that was definitely fun, and then we got the campfire going. Sammy spent like yeah. that's what always happens, dude. People start a campfire, yeah, and it takes like an hour to get it going, exactly, yeah. And then people are like, "All right, we gotta go," yeah. And then I'm like, I feel all bad because I'm sitting there looking at the spire. I'm like, I could just sit here for another whatever long, but then I got to put it out because yeah. I don't need to leave a, I don't need to be the guy that starts a fucking forest fire, yeah. Um, but yeah, we had some beers, and then we had some food, and then we had some fucking we drank some whiskey, I think, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's. Uh, I'm just proud I didn't fucking singe any of my hair because uh, <laughs> I use. I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on here, but I was like a really shitty Boy Scout for like three years. Nice. Um, so you kind of knew what you were doing now. A there? little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, not not really, but you kind of. <laughs> you were very like Sammy was like. <laughs> if anything, you just you know you had a lot of uh, uh, what's the word like. You just didn't want to give up on that fire. I know, yeah. The the wood was wet, so yeah, you know, it was slightly to all wet. my fire starters out there, you know, yeah. this can be difficult, but yeah, we got you, it going, and I didn't singe any hair because I was getting pretty close to the fire. You know, you blow, get some oxygen up into that bitch. Yeah. Simple, yeah. simple chemistry. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> of Boulder Creek, dude? It's cool. I was telling you that uh, that um, it reminded me a bit of it's just like a like a mountain town in California, which I don't think people outside of here necessarily um, really think about. You know, they think yeah. either it's like L.A. or the Bay Area. Yeah. And they yeah. have like the but um, there's a lot of like, you know, it's very fucking mountainous out here, especially in the Bay Area. And there's these little pockets. Yeah. Of just towns. And uh, what what did they used to be? Were they like mining shit or logging? What? Logging, that's Those right. Those were all like, so yeah. that whole area was developed for logging in the 1800s, obviously. <laughs> like, there's a huge uh, redwood and uh, dug fir forest up there. 
And so, yeah, I mean, there were just these guys who uh, I've actually bought two books about the history of the area. I need to read them. I put them in the bathroom so I can read them while I'm fucking taking a dump. Nice. But uh, apparently my dumps have been so short that I'm only a few pages in. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, apparently they, they basically developed this area and the roads uh, to pull uh, redwood out of there. And um, they would sell the timber obviously and then they would uh also burn it and make charcoal so they make like you know charcoal out of the wood uh out of the bark and other things like that and uh there's one area that they actually built something called a flume and it's basically like a fucking like a log ride it's a big old thing to send the logs down (laughs) so they would send them it's like a big old like like a water slide right. for logs <clears throat> and they would uh, start all the way in the forest and send them all the way down to Santa Cruz to the bay and then from there they would put them on boats and take them to San Francisco hmm. and that's where they would do all the, the trading and whatnot. Um, but yeah that was pretty much established for logging and that's why those roads are there but then I think in the early 1900s like in the 1910s or 20s i don't know exactly when because i haven't read that fucking book yet but they were like yo we're fucking killing the forest yeah <laughs> like if we keep it up right there's gonna be nothing left pretty soon so like the conservation movement took over and uh that state park which is you know just a few miles up the road big basin was the first uh uh california state park that was established because yeah they didn't want to ruin the redwoods so there are trees there um, if you go to a big basin that are uh, almost 2,000 years old, that's fucking crazy. And there's actually trees on, on our property that some, there's one that fell that's fucking huge that it's probably like between 700 and 1,000 years old. So it's definitely an old growth forest. That reminds me of that, uh, what happened? Re- there was like a, some sort of like storm in D.C. and it knocked over a tree that George Washington had planted. Really? Yeah. Damn. I forgot about that, but that shit is... I that train ain't shit. It's only it's, a couple hundred years old, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a, um uh, apt sort of omen of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the white man's work <laughs> coming down, dude. White uh, man's work coming down. Uh, but yeah, that was cool that everybody came out. And it's actually been funny. Like, we've had people at the house, like, I think four weeks in a row. It used to be nobody would come visit us. I'm going to take that, this jacket off one second, sorry. That means wearing a gigantic loud. UPS jacket that we bought. Well, how did we get that? No, uh, Mextape gave us those. Yeah. For like a prop yeah, or something. <laughs> it's not that it's cold. It's kind of cold down here. Um, <laughs> this basement. Um, but yeah, we, we had a good time this weekend. We've been having a good time every weekend. We've been inviting people. And it's nice because um, people just, just kind of come and eat and drink and... Typically, people get blasted and just fucking stay the night. Yeah. But uh, if you have a cat allergy, that shit ain't happening because we got a whole fucking squadron of felines up in yeah. that bitch. So uh, nobody stay the night because the fucking can't hang with the beasts. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, man, I just chilled. Actually, I had a friend, our first Asia. I had a friend from work came uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. Came up for lunch from hmm. China. Oh, shit. He's in town from China. And I was like, yeah, dude, if you're not doing anything, come to the house. And 
it was funny dude you know what was funny like normally when when i go to china and like they serve me food sometimes i'm like what the fuck is this i'm like what do i do with this yeah i literally made cheeseburgers (laughs) i made cheeseburgers and i served him the like the you know the bread with the patty on it and then i had all the fixings laid out is he chinese he's chinese from china he's from china straight like yeah he grew up like poor actually actually that's one of the reasons i like this guy like when i go to china he he helps me out with my stuff and so um at one time we were having lunch in china and i asked him about his family and he was like yeah you know i grew up pretty poor he's like my parents were educated but they were teachers they were like elementary school teachers yeah and so he he remembers like his parents sacrificing a lot for him and his education and he said that like his he remembers his dad bought him a pc Damn. And it was one year's worth of salary. <clears throat> Holy like, shit. Like, literally, like, his dad, like, they, like, saved all this money and then, like, were paying this thing off. And it was this big deal, like, that his dad bought a PC. You know, this is probably in the 90s sometime. Right. Before China was making PCs. So PCs were probably imported from... Damn. Who the fuck knows where? Like, right. Taiwan or Korea or something like that. Yeah. That, that, was, that was very expensive back then. Mm-hmm. And, um... Then he, you know, put himself through college and whatnot, and now he's like, you know, he's a well-paid dude for Apple now, and um, it's just cool hearing his stories. Like he's talking about, like he lives in Shanghai now. He owns like this apartment, and um, him and his wife, and they have a little kid, and he talks about his kid being a bastard and stuff. <laughs> but his parents, and he moved his parents in, so now his parents are retired, and they live with him in Shanghai, and they nice. take care of the kid, and he like basically works a lot, and he has to travel and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, he came out to the house, and when I served him this hamburger, he was just kind of like, you know, I had, like, lettuce and tomatoes and pickles and avocado and all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, ketchup and mustard, and I handed him the plate, and I was like, help yourself. And he just, like, looked at me. He's like, what do I do? (laughs) 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 I I was like, oh, my bad, dude. And he's like, normally, I just order a hamburger, and they give it to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, that was yesterday. Um other than that, man, I didn't, didn't really do much. Just chilled. Um, did you do anything yesterday? Not really. What the fuck? Um, did watch uh, the first couple episodes of Love, the third season. Oh, dude, I watched the first episode of the first season? Yeah. That's a weird show. Yeah. It, I don't know about that show. It's okay. I mean... I literally watched that yesterday, huh, too. Nice. It just showed up on my Netflix queue, yeah. and I was like, I heard about that Judd Apatow show, right? Yeah, yeah. The it's dude's a, kind of annoying. Yeah, his. I, th- I think Judd Apatow just has a good way of um, just doing like really solid dialogue. The show is very like small scale, and it's um, like the plot and stuff. It's not. It's, it's all con- contained pretty well. Yeah, it's supposed to be like basically this dude. <laughs> it's so like uh, random or, or very specific to like Hollywood. Yeah, but yeah. he plays a fucking uh, tutor, a tutor, right? Onset tutor, and he you know finds some chick who's like you know. Um, he runs into this chick by chance at a fucking gas station, and then this is the last season, third season, and it it's all takes place within a year. So that's nice. So you can just not really each like, season takes place in a year. Oh, well, like the whole thing, the whole series was like. Oh, a, really? Yeah, it was only a year, but it's cool because it has um good um things. It has good. Uh, I think Judd Apatow just has like really good like dialogue and well the risk saying real, she's like, like i don't like these characters i don't give a shit about them yeah I don't it know. takes i mean i feel like you just watch just kind of like it's not like you're watching the sopranos you're fucking oh, breaking sopranos. bad but um yeah it's cool for you know like a low scale what i did like about it was i liked the it almost looked like it was shot on film mm-hmm. it's very like 
kind of like muted but in a cool yeah. way not like annoying it is weird that we're in a, a period of at least american media tv film where um where these people like judd apatow or the vince gillians of the world are just kind of flexing you know and it it just feels like it just feels like passion project it's very much love is like a passion project of that dude paul rust and um Jordan Who is Paul Rustin? Is he an actor? I don't in the know. Show? Yeah, he's the main guy. He's the main like he's a the, Bill Gates looking motherfucker. Yeah, got the big nose. The big nose, yeah, but yeah. he's not a Jewish, as he hilariously points out <laughs> in the show. In the show, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's about all the fuck we did. Um, nice. You are fucking hungover. Not really. No. Um, I feel like just gotten used to drinking and uh, cheers to that cheers to that, <laughs> cheers to that. <laughs> but it, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't that sad kind of yeah i don't know i do. also i think it has to do with like the type of alcohol that you're drinking you yeah. know if you drink shitty beer or yeah shitty liquor then yeah you feel like shit the next day but yeah when larissa turned a certain age i remember her her thing was like my resolution or my gift to myself is i only drink top shelf now Cause like yeah, you know, you go to a bar and you just order like whatever. Like I'll have a Greyhound. They're gonna give you fucking like Stoli or yeah, you know, Popov or whatever fucking yeah, yeah. garbage well vodka. Yeah, but you have that versus like Belvedere. Oh, it's a big difference For in sure. terms of how you feel the next yeah, day. Yeah. So beer and wine, all that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I discovered this. We should we fucking drink all of more or less or beer, wine, and whiskey. Yeah, oh, I was, shit, I was pretty. I was pretty drunk, but I I was not hungover the next day. Right, me too, man. I mean, <clears> I did drink. I'd made it a point to drink a lot of water, and it pops uh, two Advils like at some point when I woke up. Yeah, but yeah, we. I probably drank like four or five beers. Yeah, and then. At least a glass and a half of wine. Yep. Maybe one glass, cause I think, and then that whiskey. Yep. But pretty much by the end of the night, when I went to bed, I still had a glass. Dude, this is how fucking drunk I was. I guess <laughs> I went to the bath at, at like Larissa got to bed, and I was getting ready for bed, and I went to the bathroom to brush my teeth. No, I went to the bathroom to take a shower because I <laughs> smelled like the fucking campfire. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You fucking the, yeah. your hair and everything smelled like the campfire. Yeah. And I walked into the shower. And I and I had the glass of whiskey. <laughs> and yeah. I set it down on, in the, on the counter in the bathroom, and I took a shower. And when I got out of the shower, I looked at it, and I was like, am I going to drink that, or am I going to brush my teeth? And I was like, ah, oh, you fucking animal. Like, I just <laughs> I poured it down the sink. I was, oh, nice. I was a responsible adult in that moment, and yeah. I poured the rest of the whiskey, which was kind of a waste. But I was like, I've had enough for today. Yeah. And, uh... That means I'm an adult. I'm a responsible fucking adult. Yeah, compared to, uh, I don't know why I just thought of this, but I saw this dude drinking a Steel Reserve on Saturday at like 9 a.m. Oof, that was fucking crazy. Oof, uh, I but mean, it was also are, it was this... really chilly, so I'm assuming he was doing it because he was wanting to trying to stay a little bit yeah. warm. But it's just like, damn, he's like. There's, like, probably someone who is, like, semi-homeless or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah, it was definitely a homeless dude. It's so stupid. You know, like, I have this friend who, um, <clears throat> who's God fucking damn. annoying, and she's, like, really, like, kind of, like, self-righteous. I don't know. She, yeah. One day she was, like, liberal would... elite. Yeah, she's, like, <laughs> San Francisco liberal elite kind of bullshit. And she was just, like, why, like, if you gave a homeless person money, why would they buy cigarettes or why would they buy beer? I'm, like, bitch, because that <laughs> shit feels fucking dope <laughs> when you got nothing else going on in your yeah. life yeah like why wouldn't you want to fucking feel buzzed like yeah you're fucking sitting outside in the cold like 
A cheeseburger is just going to fucking make you feel full, and then you got to fucking go look for a place to take a dump later. Like, I might as well fucking drink a steel reserve. You're going to get calories. Shit, yeah. And you'll fucking feel warm. And that's the whole point of a steel reserve is, like, bang for your buck. I mean, it's like a dollar fifty or something. I drank, like, steel reserve one night in my life, and that was it. That's awful. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had one. Maybe I was, like... In high school too, I feel like when you're that's like younger or that's pretty baller. I well, no, mean, I'm saying like when you're young, like kind of related to what we were just saying. When you're younger, if you can just drink a lot and you can just be all right the next day, but then yeah, once you get past your like mid twenties and stuff, you're just like shit. Like I keep drinking Keystone Light. <laughs> <laughs> America, America. Speaking of America, uh, what do you think Stormy Daniels drinks? <laughs> um, what do you think Stormy Daniels drink of <laughs> Yeah, happy International Women's Day. Uh, <laughs> a little segue here. Yo, yo, you got to give it up for Stormy Daniels for standing her ground. Yeah. And, you know, you know, trying to expose what's right. Yeah, it is cool to see uh, basically a blonde white woman do this shit, quite frankly. You know, I don't think other, if it was like a black chick or a brown chick, I don't know what the converse, I feel like the conversation would somehow well, know, they, go to that. First of all, you know, they, they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have fucked Donald Trump, number one. True, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. But, I don't know. You know Unless you're crazy Omarosa. <laughs> Just like the optics of that, though, you know, this like very blonde-ass, fucking big-tittied porn star woman. Uh, I don't know. It's just It just seems kind of crazy. Or it just seems like that. What's crazy is that it doesn't <clears throat> matter, dude. On a moral, ethical level, oh, yeah, of course people it doesn't. don't care. But the, like, that's what I'm saying. Optics. I think optics are very fucking. Imagine if this was Obama, right though. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, the only reason this matters is if they can get him on like campaign finance laws. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the whole thing is that like they, I guess she came out and was like, "I'm about to tell this story." This was right before the election. And then her uh, Trump's lawyer uh, approached her or whatever, and they said, okay, we're going to give you this money, and you just need to shut the fuck up. And here's the document, the NDA or whatever, and you need to sign it. And there was a signature for Stormy, a.k.a. Stephanie Clifford, I believe, (laughs) Um, and then uh, her attorney, and then Trump's attorney, who I forget his name. Yeah, I forget too. I don't fucking – it doesn't fucking matter. And Donald Trump. So everybody was, all four people were supposed to sign it, and then she was to remain quiet. Well, what happened was Trump never actually signed it, which is, you know, from his point of view, like, okay, if I didn't sign it, then I didn't do it. We'll just give her the money. She'll shut the fuck up. But now she's like, well, he didn't sign it, so I can talk about it. Yeah. But the funny thing, too, I guess, is that it took a while for her to get her money. And then, like, it turns out that the Trump's attorney took out like a HELOC. This fool took a, a, a home equity line of credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To borrow money to personally pay this chick out of his own pocket. And yeah. then probably like just bill Donald Trump like, you know, on the upside or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I spent, you know, 100, whatever my, my billing rate was for this sort of work. My exactly, rate is yeah. $130,000 $130, yeah. for a week's worth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then build them or double it or whatever. Uh, so the the word is out, and and uh, you know people are trying to figure out if this is gonna make a big difference or not. I mean, yeah. the only bit way it will is if they can bring him down like Al Capone, yeah, like exactly, tax or campaign finance law sort of shit. 
Yeah, but in terms of his, yeah, his supporters don't give a fuck. And I guess, yeah. It really is, like, just so crazy, man. I don't, like, white women, they, they're they just as fucking, like, obnoxious as fucking white men. They don't give a fuck yeah. about brown people. Yeah. If chicks are, like, out there screaming, hooting, hollering, da-da-da-da-da, about, like, Me Too and blah, blah. But, nah, they're just literally, you know, you know what Me Too is? For these white ladies, it's literally hashtag me. Like, yeah. it's just about, like, them. Because, um, yeah, they don't give a shit. They do not give a shit. Like, as long as it, like, as their family and, and whatnot is okay, then. That's crazy that she's so, like, for, forthright about this whole thing, you know? Well, she's a porn star, I mean. Exactly, yeah, but it's like you would think. The most honest person. woman in America is a porn star. Yeah. I think most people would uh, try and never would try and get this information to never come out into the public because you more or less agree, admitting that you had sex with Donald Trump damn dude wouldn't it be fucking <laughs> tight if like she had a video of it yeah yeah oh. so apparently she has a bunch of shit she has like text messages and like emails that she's ba- that's that's the whole point right she wants to be able to share all that shit and but she can and, because he never signed it Right. Is that what's happening? Yeah. I feel like so the the legal document was never signed by Donald. Right. It was supposed to be signed by her I by Donald. I saw somewhere and the that it was like that. Um, if he acknowledges it, that it 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 um, it like legitimate legitimizes the contract. But now it's in this like this weird um, the kind of in limbo stage where he if he acknowledges it, then the the it's binding or whatever. But if if he doesn't, then but if he acknowledges it, then it's what's the point of it? What do you mean? The whole point was to not reveal that it happened. Mm-hmm. But if he acknowledges it, then he reveals that it happened. But then, but then the the agreement is binding, or the I guess she's not. She, they're trying to stop her from sharing all those text messages and basically, you know, selling her story to whatever um, uh, publication, right? Hmm. So why? Uh, I don't know. I think at this point, they're just doing damage control. They're trying to make sure this doesn't take him down. Yeah. I think they assume that everybody knows that he did it. Right, right, right. Right? Like, because he did, right? For sure. There's no, like, question about it. Now it's just like, oh, shit, like, don't, you know, don't let this take down the president. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know, man. Trump is such a bastard. I don't know, like, how that... Imagine how that played out like a few weeks before the fucking and obviously Melania knew. Like how, he's how could he have done it in a smarter way? That's the real question. It's just like why is why are you such a dumbass? Why can't you just be a proper villain? You know he's just so sloppy. It's not even he is sloppy. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean he's an awful businessman. Like he's not really like he's good at confrontation. Let's give him that. Yeah, you know, or at least just on the surface, so, just brute force of like idiocracy or no i'm just saying that like it's not that he's like a great debater or anything yeah he's just more like willing to just put him like just say whatever and he doesn't give a fuck and Mm -hmm. and he's willing to just like i don't know do some crazy like um just he's just like completely like is able to like i don't know he lives like in a different reality or something and he's able to just just keep his head down and you think we're being played like you think he's the fucking genius no no i just think he has a shitload of like privilege and shit and that he doesn't that it doesn't really matter what he does and he knows that and 
it's not like he's brave in anything that he's doing I, I would say like that's what I'm saying he's not even like a like a cool proper conniving villain you know he's just like he just kind of does shit on the on the fly well, what he just... did on Thursday with the <laughs> North Korea thing oh exactly yeah. yeah or there's a bunch of other shit right that they, yeah. I don't I can't keep up and I don't I'm not a fucking political analyst but basically this motherfucker is um yeah it's almost like Jesus dude like he does he literally just doesn't care about his image or, or I always I feel like I I have brought this up before I mean, but just of thinking of in you know 100 years when you know kids are learning about this motherfucker in their in their textbooks it's like there's just no way it's going to be like agreeable to him in any way it's they're going to they're going <laughs> to read the dialogue between him as an imagine in those textbooks there's going to be maybe like the Stormy Daniels's text message screenshots in the motherfucking textbooks that's crazy yeah what do you think he was like telling her <laughs> like well how do you oh think that God. went down at the very end okay like i'm gonna be stormy i'm gonna be stormy all right well let's oh yeah hold on so let uh maybe just like sex messaging basically. yeah 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 i'm so, stormy so and this happened like 10 years ago so he was like 60 like 60 year old yeah but let's imagine this was two years ago right before the election yeah and she text messaged him out of the blue like basically like yeah yeah they stopped that affair a long time ago right and then stormy but now she's like yeah okay stormy sees him in the news and she's like you know she gets okay Stormy's at home one night drinking uh, some Kendall Jackson yeah. out of a box. Yeah. No, Reuniti mm-hmm. out of the big bottle. Or some Gayo. Gayo, what is that shit called? Yeah. Ernest and Gayo out yeah. of the gigantic <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Casa Amigo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's quality, quality tequila. What are you talking about? Okay, imagine uh, the night is uh, kind of a B-level condo in uh, middle America. Yeah. Stormy Daniels. Just finished. Uh, she she turned off her vibrator. Yeah. And she takes a sip of her uh, Reuniti. It's like, all right. I'll, all right. So wait. Am I Stormy Daniels? Because I'll be Stormy. Uh, okay, Daniels. Okay. You'll be Trump. So I'm like, hey Zaddy, this is Stormy. Remember my bleached asshole? Oh, oh my God! It's been so long. Where have you been all my life? I'm about to be president, don't you know? I know. That's why I'm texting you, Zaddy. Um, do you want to meet at Applebee's? Oh, um, no, no, uh, there's too many, too many, too many people that'll recognize me there. Just a bunch of, no, uh, just come, come to my, uh, uh, hotel and, uh, we'll do that thing that I liked, you know, where you are. Just make sure you drink lots of liquids before you come. Zaddy, maybe you don't understand why I'm, uh, texting you, but, um, what I have, the history of our beautiful romance is worth a lot of money. You may not understand this, but I've had enough of your flaccid. <laughs> Maybe you don't understand, Donnie, but I've had enough of your flaccid anteater-like penis, and uh, I'm coming at you strong here. You need to pay up, or I'm going to go to the press with this story. Oh yeah, keep keep it going. Oh, I love it when when people talk down to me. Ugh. I don't think you understand, Donnie. I still have a, a a lock of your your pubic hair, which you, you use to transplant to your head. Yeah, you do. Oh God. Okay. Oh, okay. That was good. Thank you, Stormy. Uh, thanks for calling in. Wait, Maybe, wait. Uh, no, Donnie, you're done. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's it. Thank you. Um. Wow. Oh, I know. Gosh, I know you're probably thirty k out of this. <laughs> I'm gonna call your attorney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You you clearly don't understand the threat here, Donnie. I'm gonna call your attorney. 
that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy would be so stupid that he dismissed it just like she called his attorney. And exactly. <laughs> what I mean, what would have happened if she had um, just gone or... Um... Well, if he would have signed the document, she would have had to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or she would have had to pay back the 130000 Yeah. But basically, she feels like, okay, I can say whatever I want because it's not signed. Right. I got the money, whatever, but he violated it by not signing the thing. Anyway. So, happy International Women's Day to all <laughs> forward-thinking, uh, smashing what? the patriarchy. Uh, fucking... She smashed the patriarchy. Already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although she didn't know at the time, I guess. Oh, no, I guess he was part of he that. He was part of the patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. No fucking doubt. Do you think you're part of the patriarchy? Definitely. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What did you do today uh, that was patriarchal? Uh, well, I was just thinking of, you know, you know, International Women's Day women and, you know, the relationship between uh, Mexican dudes and their mom and how yeah. – I, I don't think that's a – I just – that was not an answer to your question, but yeah. – um, you're just saying it's like in your blood. It's in my blood to want to, you know, uh, rule women. We're we're um, v- victims of this same patriarchy too. You know, of this. No one talks about our plight. <laughs> <laughs> that bit went nowhere. Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure we're going with that, but uh, okay, yeah, uh, we're victims of our own plight. Uh, um, um, Mexican women. Mexican women. Uh, traditionally have uh, maybe babied their their children their male sons too much well i think i think this to, conversation uh, started because we were talking about offline we were like okay international women's day like there's no women more international than our own mothers yeah who you know come from another country yeah um you know struggled uh financially struggled uh socially with basically raising a family and the crazy thing too that I think always people always forget is like people always talk about like oh their families and they do it for their families, but the fact of the matter too is like people are doing it for themselves and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you leave another country to try to better yourself, there's nothing fucking wrong with that. I fucking really get annoyed when people say like, oh they do it for their families and blah. blah, blah. There's nothing wrong with trying to make your own fucking life better. Yeah. And if you happen to like bone up and have kids, that's fine. That's good. You obviously have to take care of your family after that, but. I mean, people do shit to make themselves better. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best example or a great example of an immigrant who came to the U.S. to make himself better. Anyway, International Women's Day, our women, uh, the most important women, or some of the most important women in our lives are our mothers who, uh, you know, immigrated from another country. And uh, we were talking about how, like, uh, Mexican men were, like, uh, we're just, like, bitches. Because we, like, well, we put, like, we're babied, you know? Yeah, or like this, there's this weird, uh, almost just like, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of the right words to say to not sound too, <laughs> but yeah, you know, of basically like, uh, is it as simple as basically like you need to take care of the person who is going to bring home, who's, you need to basically like, uh, coddle the person who is, um, gonna be like the breadwinner yeah you mean that's why like they used to do it in the olden times yeah yeah so whereas but now it just doesn't translate because now kids especially in 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 america in particular which is funny i think that that um it it comes out more like clearly almost of like you know kids who were you know just like fucking 
just degenerate like potheads who coddled. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Voice do you, do you know white people, white mothers do that as much? I don't know. I don't think. Maybe I don't if know. You're I feel a white like person I feel like I just always to this. Please let us know. Comment uh, below. Do white mothers coddle their children? The ch- their males, their boys, their boys, their boys. Um, but I'm, we can save that for another another time. Another um, that's gonna be a deep dive. Yeah, on another episode. But yeah, International Women's Day. Uh, uh, that was last week because we're recording this a little late. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Shout out to the mothers out there who crossed the borders, who did not give a fuck, who did what they had to do. I, I mean, I murder, lot, huh? <laughs> Murdered who? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking murdered people. Uh, give their children a better life. Yeah, I always heard. I mean, my mom has like some like very simple stories, but they're crazy, man. Like, yeah. Um, there's this one story that my mom uh, told us that when um. So my oldest sister was was born in Mexico. My brother, older brother, was born in the U.S. Um. So my mom and my sister were undocumented and my brother was a citizen. But anyway, at some point, my mom went to uh, to Mexico for like a family emergency and she took my brother and sister. Yeah. And on the way back, um, you know, they were undocumented. So they crossed illegally in El Paso. And then um, she said it was winter and they crossed and they got in the like they crossed in a private car and then the woman... Uh, the woman was like, write my phone number on your thigh in case something happens. Yeah. And my mom wrote the phone number like on her leg. Yeah. Okay, cool. They got across. My mom was hiding in the trunk and my brother and sister were in the front of the car and the woman who drove them across the border acted like they were her kids. Damn. So they crossed the border. And then my my mom got dropped off at the bus station, like at the Greyhound bus station in El Paso. Yeah. So my mom gets on the bus and leaves El Paso to go to tech, to Fort Worth. And they're driving um, not even an hour away. They get stopped by fucking ICE or whatever it was called back then. Sure. Migra, whatever. Yeah. Border Patrol. And they fucking caught my mom. And literally my mom remembers... They literally fucking dropped her off at the border, dude, huh. at the bridge. And they just pointed to fucking Juarez and said, go back to your country. Yeah. And she said, like, it was cold and that, like, my sister was like, it's really cold, mom. And my mom was carrying my brother, who's still a fucking baby. Yeah. And she had to literally walk across the border. And she said she, like, just walked back to Juarez and they found a fucking hotel and they just hung out and then... You know, she took her pants off and had the phone number written on her leg. Yeah. And called this woman. And they tried it again a couple of days later. And then they made it. They didn't get caught the second time. Damn. But those those really simple fucking stories, I mean, they this is like, this happens over and over. Like, I have another friend, uh, a Stanford guy, actually, who uh, was born in Mexico. And his parents, he remembers being like a toddler, like four or five. Yeah. And crossing in uh in in tj like by foot and he remembers like that they went into san diego and they were like fucking running dude huh and he remembers being like in a convenience store and his mom was telling him to act normal and there was like see like you know border patrol agents right like kind of looking around the neighborhood and shit like that 
your parents do fucking crazy shit, man. Like I read yeah. this uh, this documentary that I edited the the Canto del Colibri thing. Yeah. One of the dads from that story, he talked about when he came over. Um, his wife was pregnant. He's like, no, no, ni te imaginas que horror, you know, tuve. And he's like, I don't know why we did it, you know, but his wife was pregnant at the time. And they had to like jump fences and all this shit. And he's like, I thought like the babies, the baby was going to be hurt and all this <laughs> stuff. Like he's like, la tire, la tire sobre la fence and all this shit, you huh. know? So, man, international people are fucking crazy, man. Like I got, you know, fuck people who are like down on like people just trying to fucking make a better life, man. It's, it's so fucked. And right now there's a lot of shit going down. There's like families being separated literally out the fuck on the fucking yeah. street. Did you see that video of that? That woman who was, like, walking oh, with yeah, her two yeah. daughters. Yeah, and yeah. And they fucking ice just rolled up and grabbed her. Yeah. In front of her kids. These fucking ice guys can all fucking eat a shit sandwich, man. They, It's fucking pathetic, dude. Like, yep. these people aren't doing anything, man. It is a, a really crazy time. And right now, like, there's a lot of shit going on in Cali that's kind of crazy with, like, the, the, re- the mayors of Oakland and San Francisco and San Jose. They're all like, fuck you, Jeff Sessions. Yep. We're not going to comply with these orders. They're warning their own citizens about, you know, incoming raids and shit. And, like, Jeff is, like, all pissed off about it and stuff. And, like, what did he say? He called, like, I don't know. He basically said, like, you know, California's trying to secede and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's wild, man. It's I don't you know what I kept thinking is like what's gonna happen when you know eventually hopefully like you know Trump is like bumped out or whatever and we get a new president, but all these fucking border patrol agents they're they're gonna be the same guys, yeah, and they're still gonna be fucking like emboldened and they're gonna be like oh man like we can't be doing what we do you know, like because it's like a culture thing it's like telling them like you know telling like a fucking dog not to look his balls like this guy's this is what they fucking live for they're fucking pathetic like these border patrol agents like yep. now they're all happy like i don't know if i can get to get these people you know i don't know i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen there but i'm i'm glad and i'm kind of proud to live in a place where like you know elected officials are standing up to it and whatnot like yep um I don't know. There's some crazy stories. There's um, I, I mentioned to you earlier the story about Is- Ismael Chamu. Yeah. So this guy is a kid who actually was a, is, he is a citizen actually, but his parents are undocumented and they're farm workers or you know laborers of some sort. And there was a story in the LA Times about this guy, and he um, he's going to Berkeley. He's a senior, and um, he lives in a fucking uh, a rented trailer. This right. is literally like, you know, a trailer that fucking most people use to go camping. So he lives in this trailer in a driveway in Fremont with his brother and his two little sisters. And the parents are working somewhere else. And him and his older brother, or him and his younger brother, but he's the brother's an adult. He's an adult because he's in college and the brother's in college as well. Right. They're basically paying the rent on this little trailer, like 600 bucks, and it's four people living in this thing. The two sisters sleep on the bed, and him and his brother sleep on the on the, on the the floor. Yep. And he's barely making it way, his way through Berkeley. So there was this photo essay and a little story in the LA Times about this guy. And I was reading it, and I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Like, he spends all day, like, taking buses to get to Berkeley, and then he works on campus. And he takes his sisters to school, and he's dealing with all this shit, you know? Yep. And he's 
they were like about to get kicked out of this trailer because it's actually illegal what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Whoever was renting renting it to them was illegal. Um, so this thing was making the rounds, and everybody's like, "Damn, that's crazy!" Like this guy's like working hard and trying to make it happen, and he goes to Berkeley and all this stuff. And like I saw the comments section, and I was like, "There's like 300 comments on this thing." It's like, "Damn, people that must be pissed or whatever." And dude, get this: this is what what turns out why it's a crazy story, in my opinion. Because in the fall, not not or like last summer, uh, dude, this guy, this kid, Ismael, I'm just calling him a kid, but he's probably like 21 or 22. Yeah, he was arrested for fucking vandalizing a bunch of shit in Berkeley and like slashing tires, hmm. and he was basically like spray painting like anarchy symbols, and he's he was caught literally on video spray painting kill white people. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and people on this uh, LA Times article were like, you know, telling, they were shitting on the journalists. They're like, did you not do your fucking research? Like, what is this? Like this poverty porn, blah, blah, blah. But this kid's a fucking felon and he shouldn't even be here. And, da, 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 da. and I, I was like, God damn, this is a twist, man. Yeah. This is a twist. And like, you know, I think he was like spreading like Antifa messages and all this <laughs> shit, and like, I mean, you can't you can't get away with saying kill white people. I don't care what. You're oh, uh, yeah, you can. The fucking Ice T, all the guys in the true fucking eighties, nineties uh, that were saying kill cops. But yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just like you know, like he was he was also like some of the stuff was like very anti cop, yeah, and anti white people, yeah, you know, um, rightfully so. No, I'm uh, <laughs> I, I was just like, damn, god damn it, why'd you do that? You know, yeah, like, obviously I mean, it was beforehand, before the story or whatever, but... I, I mean, yeah, it, it sucks that um, marginalized people don't get to fucking grow up, you know? How many fucking white people, how yeah. many black people do yeah. stupid shit when they're younger? Exactly, There yeah. has to be uh, this, like, image that uh, undocumented people or people that are marginalized have to everybody is like you know perfect. like this perfect yeah you, you know, hard working yeah it's like no man like i feel or um i think that was the the thing with um with michael brown or what was it um uh the kid in uh st louis who got it's been so many it's just so sad but yeah it, the kid who allegedly yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking uh yeah. um stole like a right. swiss or sweet or right, something from right, it. right 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 it's like, yeah, man, it's like, uh, in, this actually reminds me of, uh, one of my, uh, friends who he's like this white kid from uh, Weatherford and he's like this redneck kid who's Weatherford, Texas is kind of like, you know, suburban conservative part of North Texas. And he told me like these crazy stories when he was growing up, he's, he's like my age, like he's like late twenties. And he talked about when he was younger, he would, uh, he worked at Albertsons and, him and his friends like would buy like these really shitty cars and then like do like drag races in the street and like and nothing ever happened to that dude he literally never <laughs> got arrested he never had he doesn't have a um this dude's in the fucking military he doesn't have a um a, a record at all and it's like well yeah i mean what he what that kid did is my i, I didn't actually read that story but you know you know yeah you shouldn't fucking vandalize or whatever but at the same time it's like who gets to really fuck up and grow up as a person and who doesn't? And I th- but see, but see, I, I was thinking that too. I was like, it's, I, I'm not, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, like, are we, what if it was, um, 
What if it was a white kid who was like, kill brown people or kill black people? Yeah. You wouldn't be saying that shit. Yeah. No, I mean, there's no I second mean, chance for that guy. Yeah, but I mean, they, they've had their chance, man. They, they, <laughs> they killed a lot of black people. <laughs> they, actually the killed, they actually killed black yeah. people. That's the difference. Yeah. Historically, they have killed black people. Yeah. No, I'm obviously not uh, condoning that type of behavior. But it just, yeah, it just sucks that, like, um, in the media, with people like this, that are, that you know, like, these hot-button issues. And then this kid sort of all of a sudden is, like, the avatar for all undocumented people yeah. you know it's yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. that's not fair that's yeah. what i'm saying it's like that's not fair but what it just seems like really stupid for this journalist to do this story <clears throat> yeah and to yeah. not know that shit to yeah, basically yeah, yeah. put him in this position yeah well like that the comment that you were saying that someone's like poverty porn i agree with that it's like just these are just regular these are normal people who are that are having like people's struggles are all relative right and i think there's a way to write that shit out without doing that kind of shit where honestly like i thought the piece was really like i'm not gonna say enlightening but yes it is like it exposes some seriously fucked up shit yeah it's not completely unusual because we know people who've done this already to some level maybe they weren't in a fucking trailer but fucking luis the attorney yeah you know uh who who does the undocumented stuff yeah. who, who has daca like he was living in a garage, you know, for yeah. like his whole time at Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. And he put himself through college and his parents almost lost their house. And he has a crazy story, too. Yeah. Um, I think it it is always good to personalize uh, the story, the bigger picture. So I don't necessarily, I'm not like, it is a little seemingly like a little poverty pornish, but it is Should, always. Yeah, I haven't read it myself. So yeah, I it's, it's, I, I it's it not even, it's a little bit of way. text. And it's a lot of photos. It's like a photo essay. You I know? see. It's okay, really beautifully okay. done. And it's gotcha. like good photos and stuff like whatever. But <laughs> pretty much immediately in the comments, people are like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, you didn't do your research? Like, this guy, yeah, like, yeah. is Antifa. There's, yeah, I mean, there's a way of, uh, like, smart writers can insert those stories and, and, and be like, you know. Yeah, like, imagine like, how like more complex the story would be if yeah, they or like, I actually, uh, I actually just read um, um, Native Son, the Richard Wright story. Yeah. God damn, that shit is so tight. Like, it's basically about, like, 1930s Chicago. And this, uh, the premise of the story is that this poor black dude literally fucking kills a white woman. Like, he's a driver for, like, a rich white family. And he kills the daughter. And then he put, and he literally burns her body in the furnace. Like, accidentally or? Accidentally, yeah, exactly. Accidentally. He accidentally kills her. And, um, he fucking panics and burns her. Burns her in her body, yeah. And so it was like a really cool story of like of um, of you know someone who's like down and out, who's marginalized, who's you know poor black person in 1930s Chicago, and he does something super fucked up and deplorable, but you sort of see the humanity in those people, you yeah. know, and you're like, everybody's really fucked up, and there's a lot of things to take into consideration. And right now with social media and stuff, yeah, it just feels like that that gets just like it's so really fucking overblown, apart. overblown, yeah. yeah, and you don't really ever get like the human element from it which at the end of the day is like a kid in his early 20s you're saying yeah. you, a kid he is yeah. still a fucking kid yeah. <laughs> he's like 20 yeah. something years old he's barely getting out of college and yeah you know it's like yeah that's the only thing that i guess i would say is that like yeah I, it just sucks that certain people get to go and do shit and and fuck up as a kid and learn from those experiences and they're celebrated you know it's like especially like uh people that are um I'm trying to think of like a good example of like 
you know, uh, some, Turner. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's an extreme example. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like almost the opposite shit of like of, six of thinking, months in jail for raping a girl. Of, uh, fucking that's the other that's like the other extreme of thinking that someone that is in um, like a higher socioeconomic, yeah, you know, uh, position is like they're not capable of doing that shit and. And because they have, um, you know, this this bright future behind them and ahead of them, they shouldn't be going to jail and shit, which yeah. is fucked up, which is fucked up. And, you know, Ismael just seems like another person, another person with, with like, has a lot of really dope-ass qualities and a lot of maybe flaws, which is, like, every single well, he's person got a lot ever. Of, he's got a lot of anger. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know, like, he's in a position where, like, you go to a place like Berkeley or whatever the fuck you go, Berkeley or Stanford or any other college, like, yeah. top-tier college. Yeah. Um, and you're surrounded by like white kids. I mean, I remember like being like, "Oh shit!" Then you get to Stanford, and there's like kids who are like going on fucking ski trips every weekend. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. fucking driving like Tahoes and shit. And you're like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? You know? Uh, and then like, uh, what is it? A uh, personal or private laundry services? Yeah, you, know, pri- <laughs> you could do laundry. Like, I mean, I like you know, like I've said this before. Like, the first thing I did at Stanford when I got Stanford, was, like, I fucking got a job. You know? Yeah. And I was like working in the cafeteria. In my own fucking dorm. Yeah. So like on Saturday mornings, I was like serving food to my fucking dorm mates who were hungover. Yeah. And like then they were like going on ski trips. Like literally the first year I spent like kind of annoyed and angry and being like, I don't, I don't, I'm not on the same level of these people. Like they yeah, don't yeah. fucking get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you're, if you mature and you meet the right people at a certain point, you realize like, okay, we're all humans. We all have something going on. And you can't hold that. That's a tough thing, man. Like, I've, I've talked about this before, I think. But if you have, like, really interesting friends and you mix your friends, I think it's really important to get to know people who are of, like, mixed background and, like, not just mixed background, but, like, get to know white people, get to know whatever, Asian people. But, like, for me, like, one of the big things was honestly getting to know Larissa and some of, like, her friends. And Larissa was not rich at all. Larissa was, like, fucking poor, you know. Her mom's from Mexico. Her dad worked at the post office and that sort of thing. Yeah. But... I would bitch about this stuff to Larissa when we were, like, literally freshmen. We were like, I don't understand all these fucking white people. Yeah. Like, they got money. Like, they got. I don't, they don't have the same problems I do. And if you, after you get to know them, you're like, oh, they kind of do. Like, it's not their fault they were fucking born with some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody has some issue, you know? Like, yeah. Somebody has, like, fucking bad acne or, like, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know? And, and I think the it's really hard to break past that point, but... When you get to that point and you understand that everybody's human and everybody has some sort of problem, and, like, especially young people, like, it's not like everybody, like, nobody chooses to be born into any sort of family. You just are what you are. And if you can find some common ground, I think you can mature a lot quicker and you can kind of get into the world and just do good for yourself and for others. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the hard part, though. Like, you have to meet the right people because that doesn't always happen. I mean, especially at places like Berkeley or Stanford, you would think that, you know, this is a blanket statement, but you you want I want to think that the white people there are a little more like conscious of you know somewhat, but there's so, but, but, but there's like, like a lot of people with money, man. As a, I was just gonna say like as opposed to people who are from like you know that go to like a fucking like a Mexican kid that you know gets a fucking scholarship to you know uh, um, what's the Alabama or something. <laughs> they, they go to like a really where it's a lot more uh, racist where that that contrast is a lot more like yeah yeah towards conservative and shit but um yeah that's that's i mean if anything 
I, I would say that it is a very interesting story and uh, uh, I, I'm I'm on this kid's side just because I'm biased as hell I guess just because yeah I mean no no I'm I, on his side I just think it's really complicated man yeah and I understand I mean, these stories are good and I hope that people at the end of the day can um uh, but that's the only thing I'm afraid of is that it, it, it that it can it can lean one way or the other so easily just based on whichever way shit is trending and people aren't gonna actually you know try and you know read into it and maybe discuss it with other people and get like somewhat of a, a oh they just don't yeah you don't learn from it you just yeah. use it to inflame the conversation uh what the fuck's going on oscars happened last week oscars yeah uh yeah we don't want to take a complete fucking right turn here but that you smile story is fucking crazy man yeah i hope like it, i hope this fucking la times report doesn't fucking ruin this kid's life too much yeah because it's fucking uh yeah. That's a lot of press, man, and, and yeah, that was going to get heated. So hopefully things are okay with that guy. But, uh, yeah, another semi-good news, I would say. Uh, Oscars were last week, and we had a few wins for the... For the raza, del toro, pinches, with los pantalones, pinche gordo. What's up with that? That guy's going to have a heart attack, man. That doesn't look healthy to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's your typical nerd. Yeah, this nerd has no, no race, no Ch- credence. Chenerlo, <laughs> he's more nerdo than Chicano. That fool's not Chicano at all. No hell, no. Yeah, those guys are beaner. But you know that fool's like family got abducted or something. Yeah, that's crazy. His father or yeah. his father-in-law or something. Yeah, they got fucking sequestro and shit. Now he lives in L.A. He's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> I want to fucking be down there. But uh, I haven't seen it yet. But Shape of Water won uh, best feature film. Yeah, and then he best won direction, and he won best director. Nice. Um, Get Out won best original screenplay. Nice for Jordan Peele, and then Coco won uh, best animated feature. Yeah, which is pretty dope. Uh, I actually still haven't seen it, man. I feel Damn. like a jerk. Yeah, I got onto Amazon and I ordered the DVD or the Blu-ray. Um, but then it told me that it was not going to ship until April. I was oh, like, shit. What the fuck is that about? I thought it was cool, man. My, I know we've already talked about this, but yeah. Coco was tight, man, just because just the sheer, I mean, people were like, uh, I saw a few articles of the, the, from the Latinx crowd saying how it just perpetuated, uh, the same sort of, uh, um, uh, tropes tropes of um i don't know whatever the fuck they were complaining about but i thought it was cool man his his little kid playing fucking guitar little brown kid playing guitar his uh um old ass mexican grandmas and shit is cool and to see that shit the the just the mere the, the the sheer fact of um of some animators going through the whole fucking process of like making that old mexican lady it's pretty cool, you know. They, what they, do you think? <laughs> what would it be if they made a parody, a porn parody of Coco? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Wrong movie. <laughs> what would it be if they made a porn parody of Shape of Water? Uh, well, I feel like it's it's perfect for the sort of um, cosplay crowd. Yeah. Of like yeah, because those guys are all freaks. They probably do some crazy BDSM. What's up shit. with nerds being all into weird cosplay sort of stuff? I'm and not like sure. I, I mean, I think. On a very basic generic level, I'm not claiming to know, but it's just like the 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 thought of inhabiting whatever world is like exciting. You know, you dress up like fucking Han Solo, or you dress up like 
uh, the little fucking kid in Coco, and you know, you go and <laughs> I, I mean, I get it on the, a very superficial level, but I just, yeah, it's kind of hilarious to me, and I tend to want to make fun of that shit because I'm a fucking cock. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it is a little weird. I mean, like, I, I guess maybe you kind of get bored with being yourself. Yeah. Maybe like if if you don't, um, I don't know, like if you're not real happy with yourself. I don't know, like are you not comfortable enough in your own skin that you have to inhabit another character? Is that a dick thing? Yeah, you think I just- would say it is, but even though I kind of agree with that, but it's just more like, yeah, I feel like people just want to, people like, you know, love, I love Star Wars, so I'm going to dress up, I'm going to inhabit, I'm going to, you know, go all out and, you know, build my own lightsaber and da 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 And I think people do feel earnest uh, satisfaction from doing shit like that. Yeah. I um, still wouldn't want a fucking character like that, but. Yeah, right, I'm right. just saying it's crazy that people over the age of, like, 15 want to do that shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like, I got a lot of uh, uh, people that uh, there's a lot of people in the corporate world <laughs> where you, if you work in a place where there's a lot, where there's cubicles, people like to uh, decorate their cubicles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and if you walk around like a cubicle farm, you'll you'll see all the nerds, man, because they have all their like little monitos, That's funny. like all their Lego shit. Yeah. And like you're like, damn, you need to chill, bro. Yeah. Like, there's people who have so much shit. Like Star Wars shit or like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, and you're like, damn, dude, you're like, you're a grown man, dude. Yeah. Just this. It's is- only cool if you actually worked on those projects. Like if we went to that uh that uh yeah that post house that post production house, and they did that. Stranger so they had things. something to do with Stranger Things. Yeah, and they had all their things. That's tight. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, these if you're like, like some random like software world. engineer, and you have your whole fucking cubicle dedicated to. To Star Wars, yeah, it is. You know, I think. I guess to each his own. But, but I mean, but still, it's still kind of laughable, I think. Yeah, like, I know. Come on, is. man. Like, yeah. that's so much money, man. Yeah. That's so much of your energy that could be spent, like, I don't know, man. Making your own Star Wars. Yeah, you make know? your own Star Wars. There's <laughs> no need to live in a. Well, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Everybody passes time, you know, gets through life in their own way. Yeah. You know, if if you need Star Wars or yeah. that's your thing. It, do you think the um the this the Oscars like push towards like multiculturalism is disingenuous at all? It does feel a little forced to me. Yeah, it definitely feels a little forced. I mean, but, but I mean it has to happen, so and you take- But 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 the proof is like in the you know, in the pudding, in the box office if you will. The proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, is that what the Oscar? I'm, I don't know. This. this is a question. Is the Oscars more about numbers or about like actual artistry? I mean, it's supposed to be at the about the artistry, yeah. right? But <laughs> there's a, there's obviously a push in the artistry side of it to you know become more multicultural and like you have the films like you know last year with Medicine for Melancholy. This year you have Lady Bird, which is a female driven uh, story and a female yeah. writer director. Obviously, you had Shape of Water, and you have Get Out and whatnot. So those films are being rewarded. But the fact of the matter is that, like, Get Out made a lot of money. You know, Get Out was made for less than $10 million, and I don't know how much money it made, but it made its money, like, hand over fist Hell yeah. over what it was, uh, you know, actually uh, production budget-wise. Yeah. So it's not just, like, somebody's like, oh, like, feel good, like, we need to make more movies. It's like, these movies are making fucking money. 
Yeah. Because people want to see the stories. And uh, and younger people are like, dope, all my friends are mixed or my friends yeah. are people of color and white and whatever. And so mm-hmm. if I see a movie that's all white people, it seems whack as fuck. Yeah, like that show Love, basically. That's kind of... I, I like it, but it's... Right. It's, it's corny. It's yeah. weird, man. Like, who the fuck... I don't know. Like, I kept seeing that and thinking, like, geez, like, I'm so glad something, like, Insecure exists. Yeah. To counter this fucking crap. Mm-hmm. Even though it is kind of funny here and there, but... Yeah. Watching something like Insecure seems so much more authentic to me. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's, yeah, it's, like, young people from that demographic, like... Yeah. Re- like, really showing, like, a... a a window into that culture in that case insecure's case or atlanta's case what if we showed it's a window like, into the fish culture though like p8 the band fish no no <laughs> the man i'm fish. sure there's like a million of there those is already. there is a documentary about that i believe <laughs> i'm talking about the man fish oh right the man fish in shape of water shape of water yeah oh, man. that's what i didn't really was not like shout out once again guillermo de toro you a g dude if I know you're never gonna listen to this, but you know, respect the hustle. You really, you really paved the way for a lot of people. For but nerds. I just was not <laughs> a fan of this movie. I don't know. It just seemed weird. Claudia said she liked it. Yeah. Was it's, it just romantical in a way that you couldn't connect with, dude? It's not even that. I mean, I like, I like romance, you know. But just when it's between people, not a fucking <laughs> <laughs> amphibious. Character. So I think we need to rewrite a scene. All right. <clears throat> um. I'm going to be the... Wait, I don't remember. Am I the fish or am I the chick? The fish man? The fish man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm the fish man. And this is a porn. And this is a porn. The porn. This is the this madre uh, soft porn version of Shape of Water, a.k.a. Okay. La Forma de Agua. Okay. I'm the small petite woman working at this weird lab. I'm bringing you... I'm bringing this amphibious muscular character some boiled eggs when really I just want to fuck knock damn it yeah I told you fucking not to knock on the glass you gotta oh, follow okay, the I'm rules sorry. of the okay, okay, yeah. just okay, follow here, the rules of the here, the, here, here are your eggs that you have right. to eat um, All right, I'm gonna eat I was these. hoping maybe I think we're doing it too serious you know it's like it has to be you know porno porno okay. dialogue okay okay knock 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 damn I told you not to knock okay Shit. okay, okay. Uh, I have these eggs alright cool but, eat them. but what's going on what I really want is your eggs but you're my stepsister and by eggs I mean your testicles I'm not sure if take I have... your clothes off oh uh, you don't have clothes I'm not sure if I have testicles or clothes but why don't you jump in the water um and uh damn it I fucked up the sequence starts um basically this amphibious character um just swims in human <laughs> pussy for 20 minutes and then uh but basically yeah we, there's not much to explain you know it's basically the exact same backdrop as shape of water this laboratory setting weird sort of like like uh old era 30s laboratory and a woman an amphibious character they have sex and then I said maybe introduce the amateur aspect of it, of okay. like the iPhone handheld kind of thing. So it's not all like cinematic, if you will. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I'm. this has to exist already. I actually haven't looked myself. Oh, like, we I haven't should look. We should if go there's like look. a Shape of Water porno. Shape of Water porno. I'll do the search. I there think. might be uh, some, some ads you have to block in the... Shape of Water porno. Uh, someone's figured it out. No, I'm not seeing anything. 
Shape of Water porn. Adult. I don't know if if, if um, Google is is alternative enough to we need to we need to go into the deep web into the 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 back back forums of no of yeah it's, it's not it's not in Google. So if it ever comes up and anybody's listening to this and they see it, definitely send it to us because I'd be very curious to see. Um, maybe maybe it's maybe it's just that. Um, Porn parodies aren't as popular as they once were. Yeah, because I remember seeing some for like Lord of the Rings on like Showtime, like as a high schooler or like a, and being like, "Damn, this is hilarious." Yo, this is what somebody here said: is that the Shape of Water follows a mute custodian who develops a sexual relationship with a humanoid amphibian creature. Due to the film's graphic nudity, I will not see it. Is it graphic and nude? Um, at some points it is. That's what I'm saying. It does get, um, there are some like intimate moments with the, that, that creature and the woman. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. I just was not, I did not like that movie. Or I didn't. People want to fuck some fish. Yo, yo. You know, it's time to, to, last thing I'll say, you know, Guillermo del Toro, you know, escapism. Come on, man! It's time to turn that real shit that that your that your colleagues have done so well. Yeah, man. I mean, I think you know we should make a movie about like a, a dude who's a manager at a uh, Long John Silver's. Yeah. And he falls in love with the chick who runs the fryer. Yeah. Frying fish all day. Or maybe know? one of the the fried fish. Yeah. That he's uh. No, that's that's weird. That is. That's weird. It's a, it's got to involve the chick, and the, and him and tartar sauce. Yeah, for sure. Dude. As lubrication. As lubrication. Yeah, dude, that's dirty. That's that's infection status. Yeah, man, we need to move on. We need to move on. All right, we're fucking done with this. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about at this point. Um, the other bit of news: uh, Peyton Manning sold all of his Papa John's franchises. Why did he do that? I don't know. It's kind of. I don't. I feel like I don't know enough about sports to comment, but or that the to figure out like the end game or. Well, what, that Papa John guy was like a racist, or right, something, right? Right. He was but like, he's still the, the Peyton Manning. Still a spokesman, but he sold all the sh- uh, like thirty restaurants or something in in, wow. uh, in Denver. Wow. So in similar news, and then also Papa John's also is not the official sponsor right for uh, the NFL anymore. It's like Domino's or some shit. Oh really? So, Which one's better, Papa John's or Domino's? I don't know. I love Domino's. I used to love Domino's. Yeah. I think they're both good. I, I like, I fuck with, with. Do they have both. gluten-free? I don't think Papa John's does. Does Domino's? Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. Fuck. Now I want some right now. No, I'm not going to have any. Hey, man, I'm telling you, uh, I, I did this. I'm on this new program. My pants are fitting better now. Nice. You just buy bigger pants. There you go. It's tight, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out, man. Like, instantly you feel better. Like, yeah. your pants are hella tight. Yeah. You just order bigger pants yeah and you just feel great i mean i haven't felt this good in weeks <laughs> it's body positivity just yeah i mean the there's no need to work out people just i mean for the for much less effort just save like 30 bucks and buy some bigger pants yeah you don't gotta I mean, get anything fancy on a slightly related note you know um it's hard to be in front of the camera you know it's because you you 
immediately become uh, self-conscious, self-conscious about your image, if Violence. you will. So I think we should just basically commit to staying behind the camera and we can stay slobbish, <laughs> keep drinking, keep eating like we were meant to, to eat. And then, yeah, we don't have to. Um, you just have to accept yourself, dude. No, because you know why not? Because you either have to be Chris Farley fat or the, yeah. like the, that in between. That in, in between, between looks space, sloppy. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like yeah. you, you ha- it's like only certain people can get away with it. Like Will Ferrell, I think, does a good job of, yeah. of you know, kind of toting that line. Yeah. Of, of kind of sleppish looking dude who yeah. uses it in his comedy. What about what's his name? Uh, Seth Rogen. That's another. I think he's another good example of the toting that line. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I think we either have to be in our, you know, again to bring up the homie Ismael Chamu. You know what I'm saying? We have different standards that uh <laughs> that we have to follow to, uh, <laughs> to please be successful. The people, to please yeah. the people. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know where where that came from, but oh yeah, my pants. Yeah. Um, it looks like there's a story about a male escort who exposed 36 gay priests. Yeah. Why people don't understand that a lot just of priests this... are gay is <laughs> beyond me. Yeah, we're we're not psychologists, but we're, I think you know repression is a yeah. very simple concept to uh yeah to process yeah. Yeah. Like why? Like Though, I, I wish knew I knew. Like is does do is it? Why do Catholics in particular like promote abstinence? Like if someone knows that, I'm not gonna easily probably look it up. But yeah, I don't know the history of that shit. Seriously, like it just seems like it's the stupidest thing ever. You would think that I, I don't know. I feel like other religions. I mean, that's about as like, <laughs> like that's about as like that makes as much sense as telling like priests not to take a shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have to give up sex and masturbation, and you can't take a shit either. All right, thank you, Father. Yeah, uh, yeah, no problem. The vague idea is that you know you're giving yourself up to God, right? To more sort of like, um, sort of a man, otherworldly um, pursuits. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But it should be as yeah, you're right. Of of e- shitting and eating is as simple as yeah. These are like bodily functions. People got a bone. Yeah. People got a bone out. And it would be nice if it wasn't little kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could fully agree with that statement. There's no. Or doubt. in this case, there it wasn't. I. They were just. Apparently, gay. it was like somewhere in the Vatican. This fucking male escort who had fucking thirty six gay priest clients decided that uh man yeah, I, I, I hope that guy like is balling out of control he probably is i hope he is good for him good for him take down that fucking catholic patriarchy yeah i had a whole <laughs> argument about catholicism one time and i think at one point catholicism was maybe helpful to society but it no longer is in my opinion i don't see the point of it sorry if you're catholic but yeah there's a lot of people who are like uh culturally catholic yeah, like people who are culturally I think there are definitely Jewish. people who, uh, I think we said this before, but there are people who are just good people that do use religion, whatever, yeah. regardless of what religion it is, to yeah. better themselves as people. And that's fucking cool and admirable, but it just seems that anytime there's like instances of uh, extreme power, like the Catholic Church, that this shit, shit just always happens. It's like really fucking disturbing. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it's, what's more interesting to me is like how the people who are sort of like 
you know, I'm thinking of even certain people in our family who are very religious, who I think are really awesome, like earnest, genuine people. It's like, how do they, how do they, um, I guess like, like let that shit slide, you know, it's like, for me, it's just like, I'm not ever going to do that because at the top or the people who are running this shit are just fucking like corrupt. So like, why the fuck would you even want to be a part of this yeah. patriarchal it is a patriarchal system <laughs> you know females yeah it's fucking literally is built on you know like the yeah. woman eating the apple and fucking fucking it up for all of us <laughs> the woman the, the nuns are you know servants to the priests and whatnot yeah. but i mean you would think like the priests would just be boning out the the nuns but no they're not interested in that that is strange that, that doesn't dick. happen yeah they're just in dick I mean, I'm sure it's happened before, but um, no, nah, these guys are interested in dick. You're not gonna convince uh, a straight man to just be like completely celibate. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Sorry, it's like they don't even understand what they're talking about. You know, they should know that that we're all flawed in that. <laughs> <laughs> Preach, brother Samuel. <laughs> I'm gonna shave. Uh, I should go. <laughs> I'm gonna shave your fucking head a little fucking monk's uh, bald spot on the back of your head tonight. <laughs> that would be a funny ass skit, like on Ali G type of skit, where yeah. we go to like a like fucking crazy Catholic procession and start saying a bunch of crazy shit. Like, well, you know what happened when we did that on this mother? Like people like on the old like what we used to do yeah. skits and like shit on the Catholic Church. People were like, yeah. "How dare you?" No, blah 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 blah. Yeah, get the yeah. fuck out of here. That's why, that's why you can't fuck with certain people because they get afraid. I think it's about just it. yeah. I mean, uh... anyways, what was the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's still playing like a beast. He he made you know passed a bunch of uh, lifetime records. Yeah, and he tweeted to himself saying congratulations, all this shit. And he also this weekend had a crazy pass that a bunch of people were talking oh, about. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Uh, if you've listened to this before, I don't. I don't. I just don't follow sports, but I do catch like the highlights and stuff. And that's one thing that I do follow Twitter pretty closely. And people wouldn't shut the fuck up about. I guess the the Let me check it out. This um, LeBron pass. The Le- like just LeBron pass. That should be. That should be. Uh, this is like a let's see news. LeBron assist. He just did kind of like a no look pass, and it, it was super tight. And um, I guess the question is from someone who isn't, you know, like a sports guy or anything, is that LeBron is lamer than Michael Jordan or he's the thing is he's LeBron, like a millennial or something. Or it just fucking like the I don't I don't the thing I don't get about LeBron is why he has such a big chip on his shoulder. I understand like because he didn't win for a long time or he didn't. I don't know. I the thing is it's like a self perpetuating thing. Where, like, people are annoyed with him, so they give him shit. Yeah. So they don't give him respect. So yeah. he feels like he deserves respect. Yeah, yeah. And then he just ends up becoming more whiny. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he's annoying. Like, how do you tweet to yourself? Just let people... Like, he, the day he was going to pass that 8,000 points or whatever the fuck it was. 30,000 points, 8,000 assists, blah, 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 blah. Like, he tweeted to himself beforehand and said, like, congratulated himself. Like, chill, dude. All right, I'm about to watch this no pass. Ah, uh, that was all right. 
I don't know if I'm not impressed because it's LeBron or because I don't think it's that big a deal. But fuck LeBron James. I, I don't know. I, I just think he's really annoying. There we go. That was nice. Okay, watch it in real time. He, he juked these fucking bum-ass Lakers. <laughs> um, you know, like, the thing with LeBron, like, ever since, like, this was eight years ago when he went to Miami. Yeah. And he left yeah, the Cavaliers. I remember watching that shit. Like, I watched it too, man. I remember I, I got home and I turned on ESPN and I was like, I'm to watch this shit. And he's like, I'm going to take my talents to Miami. And it's like, he had a whole press conference to shit on Cleveland. Yeah. And that's not how he looked at it. But if you're anywhere, if you have any sort of fucking emotional intelligence, you know that that's what it's going to appear like. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like if I decided to like break up with my girlfriend and instead of breaking up with her, I just decided to announce to everyone that I was getting with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. That's what he did. Instead of privately go tell his girlfriend, yeah. Hey, I'm going to break up. Um, give me a few weeks, like whatever, like that. <laughs> he just shat on Cleveland and he did that like. Like no big deal, and he's like, "I'm." Up. And then he did the whole thing. We're gonna win three. We're gonna win four. We're gonna give him five. It's just, he's yeah. so fucking. Full he was of pretty him. young when that should happen. It doesn't he fucking matter. Like he's like twenties tw- or something, like early. Yeah, 20s. yeah. I mean, he's probably only like fucking thirty-four right now or something like that. Or yeah, that. but it doesn't matter. Like, there's different. I think th- that's he, not a good excuse but he, because there's plenty of other athletes who are not doing that. Yeah. Who are his age? Who are but th- that are as good as he is? Yeah, Steph Curry. You think Steph Curry's a prick like this guy? You think KD's a prick like this guy? But do they have the? Do they, I don't know the numbers, but are they as good? They're as, as good as he is. As LeBron James. Yes, they're like the three, four, five premier players right right now are like you know, fucking LeBron. You got Steph Curry. You got Kevin Durant. You got James Harden. You got uh, Draymond's not really kind of on like a scorer that level, but. Those are probably like the four. Uh, yeah, there's a couple yeah. more, or whatever. But even Michael Jordan, when he was on the top of his game, yeah. Now there was no social media back then. Yeah, yeah. So totally man, that would have been tight back then. Because Michael Jordan probably, if, if feel like I don't really know him, but he was quiet. He's quiet as hell. Yeah. But imagine like a Dennis Rodman Twitter oh, account in like '95 or something. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that'd be ridiculous. But anyway, like I just got me thinking, like you know, like. It's like, is it, like, what would you be tweeting about if you were like, you know? Uh, I, just, I feel like some people they're just, um, in LeBron's case, maybe just not like, what's the word? Like, just like, and have any sort of like, this is gonna sound really whack, but like artistic sensibility, you know, of like knowing what to say, when to say it, and there's no and EQ, he, there's yeah. no emotional like quotient, there's no like, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. And so he's just, that's why he's awkward, I feel like, just because he's like, you know, he's just like kind of a, he's not necessarily like a savant basketball player, but, you know, he's really good. Uh, and He is, I mean, and, he's definitely a, a legit fucking beast on the court, but he should just shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm not talking about his politics, because I know he got called out for that by that chick, uh... I don't know who the fuck, but when he said yeah. some stuff about, like, you know, Trump Yeah, yeah, he, I mean, it, he does give, basically, he, he gives off the... The, the feeling that he is a little bit self-absorbed, which all those motherfuckers are, man. Like, the, um, But you don't get that from Steph Curry. You don't get that from KD. Yeah, but I, I feel like uh, if he has that chip on his shoulder... Why? B- because he... He's been coddled since he was, like, 10. But then he didn't, he didn't, he didn't like, 
get the championship like right away. Like it took Who him cares? a long ass time. No, so then Harden still he, doesn't have a championship. That's true. Or fucking uh, you know the the again. I don't know much, but I do know that people great players like Allen Iverson never won yeah. a motherfucking yeah. Um, yeah, but and they're not pricks. They're not annoying. And yeah. you know they're not. Annoying. Allen Iverson is so fucking tight. He just like, he just doesn't give a fuck. I feel like he. Yeah, yeah. he retired. He's like fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, he got enough money. I think. I mean, you if know, anything, this guy's got all the money in the fucking world, and he's still a fucking jackass. Yeah, that's the best word I can describe. He's just a jackass. He's kind of annoying. And he's definitely like in some ways a product of his time of like just not knowing exactly how to use um, like social media to his full advantage maybe or like that he that he could be a lot more he could be way more agreeable than he is of course you know but he it's just not in him yeah he's just a fucking whack person he's just yeah. an annoying fucking person yeah who happens to be extremely talented, extremely talented fucking athletic bastard yeah and his mom fucked his teammate <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucked him up probably, yeah. that's the chip on his shoulder nah, i forgot that about that fucking, he'll never be able to get away from the fact that his mother fucked his uh, teammate his teammate that's crazy fucking boned his team man. that's cool that's crazy man I'd, I'd probably be a jackass if exactly yeah my teammates. <laughs> I just, actually no I probably should have fuck up if that's what I would be like man this fucked up on me he should yeah I mean he should just basically let his athleticism talk for itself and then exactly and, just... and people would be praising him up and down yeah, dude yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like people who um the people who defend LeBron are just people who are fans of the either the Heat or the Cavaliers, right? Or they well, there's some random people who really love LeBron. I don't get that at all myself. Like, uh, you know, uh, T'Challa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a big fan. Yeah, um, and there's just other people who are big fans. I, I don't really get that at all, other than the fact that they're kind of being contrarians and just trying to annoy people like us. Or that, yeah, that he's just a good athlete, which is. Very, very respectable. I've always said this, you know. Fucking athletes, professional athletes, you know, they dedicate their lives to being fucking elite athletes, and that's very admirable. But then, uh, you know, just the crazy, the crazy shit, the craziness of being part of the NBA, NFL, like these big uh, professional sports teams in America, you know, is comes with a lot more fucking drama than there should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all we fucking got. We're, this one's going long. I don't yeah. know what the fuck's going on here. Yeah. Uh, Dismounted Podcast 46. We'll wrap it up. We'll try to be a little more hype on the next one. And uh, appreciate you uh, joining us. If you enjoy it, uh, please tell your friends about it. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, etc., etc. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you very much. Peace.